1: Everybody, welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, and I'm with my co-host and husband,
0: Nicholas. What's going on, folks? <laughs> we hope you all are having an amazing week. We are. We've got another great episode here for you today. Jilly, what are we going to get into?
1: The power in a simplified wardrobe.
0: Yes, we have not talked about our wardrobe in quite some time, and... We were just chatting yesterday. And we we're like, it's time to bring it back. Time to do a little check-in on wardrobe. And we, done, we did one very early. Like one of our first episodes was around wardrobe. Actually, I think we did a couple in those early podcast days of ours.
1: Yeah, I can put it in the show notes. Yeah,
0: we definitely will. But before we get into all this, I know it's an exciting topic. I'm really excited to talk about it. <laughs> Let's show a little gratitude. So Jilly, what are you grateful for this week?
1: I am grateful for Lucille's beautiful flexibility and just rolling with the punches, man. And yeah. we uh, we traveled to Florida and then we got back and then we were home and we were home for like four glorious days. <laughs> and then I was like, my dad's my dad's leaving to go back to Arizona, and I really would love to see him in person. So Lucille was like, you want to head back to Maryland on Friday? And she's like, yeah. So we popped hopped in the car and. Drove to Maryland and I got to have a nice dinner date with just my dad and my sister and just have really good conversation at one of our favorite places in Annapolis, Vin 909. Yeah. To bomb. And we got to- The original. We got to have bone marrow, which was awesome yeah
0: bone bone marrow is legit
1: my dad was like i've never had it where you have to scoop it out of the bone i was like (laughs) oh yeah dad this is the real deal
0: yeah
1: um but yeah lucille's been a trooper we did like a spontaneous trip back to maryland and then there was a birthday party going on and we're like let's go to that let's go to the park let's do this and she's just she's flexible man very
0: good with the flow um she's learned from the best
1: I like to think that it's all because of our role modeling, maybe a little bit of it, but I think mostly just cause that's Lucille. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very grateful and gracious that she's able to kind of flow with our life and it makes me real happy.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. What about you? I am grateful for Himalayan salt crystals, also known as Soleil, which is S O L E. And basically, what we've been learning about water is that not all water actually hydrates you, um, and, and oftentimes, like water just runs right through you—no pun intended—or anything like that. I don't know if there's a pun there or not, <laughs> but you need some kind of like minerals in there for your body to absorb it. And you know, salt is one of those things that that helps absorb it. Like you need it, um, you know, to help you know, actually stay hydrated. It's good for electrolytes and whatnot. So like I learned about this from another podcast and I can't remember the the doctor's name who we heard that from, Dr. but Al. Oh, Dr. Al. Yeah. And you know, we were like, well, let's try it out. So, you know, I just have like a 12 ounce glass of water to start my day and pour just a little, it's like basically a teaspoon. Like you put water in these, in this like little jar of, of salt crystals and, you know, it takes about 24 hours for the water to get fully saturated with the, the salt there. So you just take a little scoop, a little teaspoon of that, and put it in the water. And you can definitely taste like your water is a little salty at that point. But I've actually noticed the difference. Like I feel like less thirsty throughout the morning and whatnot. And, and like, I feel like, you know, my body is absorbing it. But I've only been doing it for about a week. And it feels great. Yeah. It's now, awesome. I
1: kind of wish we would have taken some tests to, like, test out our... Um... Because I know he did some tests beforehand and realized that, uh, what what were the levels? Maybe it was just, I don't want to botch it. But anyway, um, you know, he was like, you need to drink more water. The one guy was giving him tests or his doctor was like, you need to hydrate better. And then he was like, I drink water like all the time. And he realized like it was the type of water he was drinking and. So yeah, it would have been cool to do tests before and after, but yeah, I I have felt a difference. I feel like I'm not peeing as frequently, which is interesting, and I'm wondering if that's because...
0: Your body's absorbing.
1: Yeah. So Mm. that is fascinating, because you know me, I pee all the time. So I did... I have been noticing that difference, but I will agree, I haven't been as, like, downing water all the time, thinking, like, I'm super thirsty, so I wonder if that... I'm I'm guessing that's to attribute to that, so... Yet. I saw
0: a very interesting headline from the Babylon Bee, and it's it's funny and it has to do with coffee and peeing. It's basically saying they're still trying to figure out why twelve ounces of coffee results into one gallon of pee. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. Like it after is. drinking water, like you know, at least this stuff I'm I'm good. But like the second that I have just a cup of coffee, I've got like a gallon of pee coming after that. <laughs> it's just so weird and not. I'm very curious as the science behind that, but it's so true yet, you know, it's also funny at the same time. But anyway, enough about Himalayan salt crystals and coffee and gallons of pee. Let's talk about wardrobe, Jilly.
1: <laughs> yes. Um. So what kind of brought this to the forefront to like talk about again is... Um, one of my dear friends that I've known for a while and also a listener of the podcast was just messaging me, just kind of saying how much, um, I, one of the podcasts or many blog posts that I've done on my blog on the clean and simple life. Like I created a rule, a wardrobe rule about simplifying your wardrobe. And I've done many wardrobe challenges to kind of help like streamline my closet to help get rid of things that were taking up space, causing me stress that were, just overflowing closets, Mm -hmm. drawers, many dressers full of things before in my heyday. And after all the many challenges that I did do to kind of help streamline my wardrobe, I came up, I guess all of it had one thing in common, like everything that I was was wearing or I wanted to keep because I was wearing and I felt good was that the piece of clothing made me feel 100% comfortable and Mm -hmm. confident which I I guess that'll change once being a mom. It's like you want versatility, you want comfort, but you still also really want to feel sexy and vibrant. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't go away. So that one rule I posted about a lot on Instagram when I first discovered it. And I didn't think it was anything like, you know, I feel like it was kind of simple, but also euphoric to me. Like it was like, yes, it's like this pivotal rule or just one slogan or whatever I can use to like, just keep things that really make me feel that way and then it just made it so much easier to get rid of things and a friend this is a long story sorry anyway the friend reached out and was just saying how that rule has has changed the whole way she dresses and how she had so much stress over finding clothing that fit her or that that she would embrace for maybe the ever-changing body because you know as women we go through all kinds of stages and seasonal things and yeah, I guess. And I've heard a couple people reach out about the wardrobe thing that I had created. And I guess it really didn't hit me. Like, maybe we should talk about this again. I think this is something to share more about. I mean, it seems easy to me now, easier, just because I've been doing it so long. But I was like, I think it's I think it's important to talk about our wardrobe again, because I think it's something that we kind of have streamlined and simplified down, that I mm-hmm. think sometimes we forget how important and how easy it is. And more confident it's made just doing the day-to-day things even like so traveling as well I feel like we've got a rhythm down that is worth sharing and just kind of I don't know talking about the power of like streamlining your wardrobe to fit our life
0: yeah yeah for for me it's it's a little bit different story like I I don't buy clothes very often, and I'm probably wearing the same shirt that I've had five or six years ago, and, and usually that's kind of my cycle. Like, I'll, I'll go long time with just wearing, you know, the same things over and over again, and, and I don't have many clothes. And in fact, I've, I've gotten rid of a ton of clothes, and, and I probably still can get rid of a little bit more. Like, one of the things that have changed since we last really talked about this topic, I feel, is the pandemic and, you know, me switching to remote work so like i have probably more dress shirts than i need at this point because i'm not going into the office every day and if i do go into the office it's maybe once you know a couple of days every other you know every couple months or so and even when i went to the office the last time i wore the same shirt the whole week because nobody else is in the office so <laughs> like you know i there are areas for me to to downsize but like for me my rules are just like keep it simple and I, I don't have many shirts that have patterns on them. They're usually just plain t-shirts, whether they're a crew neck or a v-neck. I've got a pair of gray jeans, a pair of, of, of you know navy blue jeans. but I try to keep all my colors in like neutral, especially like pants like I either go black, navy, or olive green. Um, and that's kind of it. Maybe a, a dark gray. Um, and then the same thing with like the shirts, I don't go go crazy with, with colors or anything like that. And so for me, it just keeps it simple, but I want to say like the biggest game changer in the wardrobe thing. And it's something that I'm still doing that what we just kind of discovered when we did the podcast was the whole Marie Kondo folding method, which is crazy. Um, I don't know if anybody even remembers Marie Kondo. She was like all the rage. I don't even know if she's the rage anymore, but she had like this like two year time period where it was like, um, what was the name of her? Do you remember the name of her show on Netflix? Does it spark joy? It was- yeah. Well, that was like part of asking, you know, does do your, does your clothes spark joy? And I'm just like, no, they're just clothes, you know, didn't bother me <laughs> at all. But the folding style is something I I found just absolutely fascinating. And it takes a little bit more work and effort, but kind of going back to what Jill said about packing. It makes it so much easier. So I've actually been keeping that up for a better part of man, three and a half, four years almost. Mm. And I, I just find it great. I actually have empty shelves in my in my drawers and I very, don't really hang too much stuff up. So like I'm only taking up a really a fraction of a space with, with my wardrobe right now. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, and something you said about how you know the color palette that you want. right? And I think that takes a lot of time or just... You need to create space to like reflect and just take a deep dive at like, what am I always drawn to? What are the colors or styles of clothes that make me show up feeling like my best self? And I know it sounds really cheesy and silly, but it's like, how do you want to feel when you step into every day? Like, I want to feel like for me, it's like, I want to feel fun, vibrational. I want to feel sexy, but I also want to be really comfortable. So it's like anything I put on, I want my clothes to reflect those type of words. Yeah. And I think we might think it may be kind of silly, like how does a wardrobe like change the way you show up? I think it's a tremendous amount. I think how what you put on your body affects your outer world, your inner world. I know for women, especially, and just this is my perspective, it's like every day could be different. My body is changing and shifting based on my hormones and like the time of the month. And there can be times I wake up and tell myself this horrible narrative, this horrendous narrative about like my body, like. I can't believe you look like this. Like, why am I so bloated today? Or I could fit in these pants yesterday and now I can't. Like, what's wrong with me? And I can compare myself and go down this rabbit hole. And I I don't know if men are similar, but I know for women, like, we're constantly, I think, looking at ourselves, comparing, judging ourselves and our body is changing. And part of me, like through motherhood and everything, it's like, fuck, like, what if I embrace these changes and curated my wardrobe to fit? all seasons of like how mm-hmm. I'm showing up in the world and how my body's feeling. And what if instead of fighting it and creating these horrible narrative, narr- I can't say narrative I can't yeah, just say story, these horrible stories about my body. And what if I just picked clothes that loved it, nourished it, embraced it and made mm-hmm. me show up feeling confident no matter how my body shows up that day. And that has like been a game changer. It's like going back to that one rule, a hundred percent comfortable and confident. So it's like, I made sure that I invested in two pairs of pants that I love wearing. They're like joggers and there's elastic. There's Mm -hmm. so much room for growth, for expansion, which is great. And I think you think about life, like we should always leave space for like expansion and contraction with whatever, like leave space for chaos, leave space for things to go wrong, for struggles. And I think that's the same with wardrobe. I was like making all these connections about wardrobe and life and how I think we need to create that same comfort confident but also flexibility in like rolling with the punches and like i have an outfit for this kind of feeling today to embrace and love myself even more because my inner self is like feeling like shit, but i want to make my outer self like just kind of hug to see what's going on on the inside if that makes any sense
0: yeah it's amazing what they're doing with fabrics and materials these days like even jeans aren't jeans anymore like they're they're basically like what is it, Lululemon? What is that shit called? I don't even know. The stretchy kind of stuff. Um, Lululemon? Yeah, Lululemons. But, like, I bought a pair of Mugsy jeans recently. And, I mean, it's insane. Like, I, I it stretches so much. Like, I have to wear a belt with them because the waist is you know, so flexible, which is fine. You know, it, it it's good, but I mean, they still fit comfortably, but you know, some days that might you know ride around the bottom of my ass and I'm like, eh, this isn't 1995 anymore, Nick, this is, this isn't middle school Nick anymore. But like, it's just amazing just how comfortable they are, how like, it's easy to like, you know, if I want to bust out some squats, you know, in the middle of, of, of a work day or something like that, I can do that and not worry about splitting, you know, my ass open. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just crazy with the materials, and, and it's just amazing, like, the comfort that, that you get. And so, like, yeah, I look at that for jeans. I, I bought into the joggers, and I, you know, I've got two pairs of joggers, you know, that are also very flexible. And last year, I, I upped my shorts game. I wanted to do something that I can wear out and, you know, can go mm-hmm. to actually a nice dinner. But also, if we were to pull off on the side of the road and find a lake to jump into— Like, seriously, that's actually happened down here before is like, I didn't have the proper (laughs) shorts. And I was like, you know what? I wanted shorts where I can, you know, maybe go to a winery. And then on the way home, if we found a lake that they're a bathing suit as well. So I've got these two pairs of shorts from Fair Harbor that are just amazing. Um, They look just like, you know, khaki shorts. You know, I've got a pair of black and i got a pair of of navy and hell, if Lucille wants to jump in a lake, I'm going in with her.
1: Yeah. And I I kind of reflected over that as well. Like. I think one of the things that's really helped simplified our wardrobe is that we kind of focus on the basics, but we keep it, but basics with versatility and that are yeah. open ended so that we're not consuming so much clothing. Like we're very intentional about choosing things that we could wear to a winery or we could wear to go play with Lucille at a playground, or we could wear, you know, to a really nice date night. So I think it's really important that whatever you are choosing, that it's open-ended. So that way you don't have to buy like all of the things for all the occasions. It's like, no, think Mm -hmm. about the life you leave. Think about how you want to show up and then like convert your wardrobe to match that. So for example, like when I buy dresses now, it's like, I want them to be flowy. Like I want them to have some kind of elastic in them. I want them to be gracious for those days where I don't want it to be hugging me super tight. And I put shorts underneath with like all my dresses, but like I can put a blazer over it and wear it to a wedding or I could, you know, not wear anything with it and just my shirt and maybe a bikini top and wear it to the beach or just wear it to go to a playground. Like I think choosing basics and, and clothing that are open-ended that you can use for like any occasion. has yeah. like been really a game changer and just seeing how, how far our wardrobe can go, even though it'd be one piece, like it could be used for so many different occasions.
0: Yeah. And I I know I said this in one of my, our earlier episodes and, and I'll say it again, you know, and and when I said this in the earlier episode is when I was still in the office, but like I would wear the same pair of pants multiple times a week. And, and, you know, even sometimes the same shirt. And like I said, the recently I've definitely been going to the office with the same shirt every day. And even if there were people there, I probably wouldn't give a crap anymore. Like, Mm. you know, it's just one of those things where you know, i don't need all the clothes or anything like that like i can make things work for a couple of days during the week and you know still be good and the, you know there are different combinations you can wear different pants or you know or different shirts just depending on you know what pair but yeah like i'm not gonna you know try i have to go out of my way to find something different each day to, to wear especially if i'm like comfortable in what it is that i'm wearing and it's not dirty
1: and maybe you can attest to this and maybe have the same thought but i think obviously the more you wear clothes, the more you're aware of like, all right, what fabrics do I like? What kind of cuts of shirt do I like? You know your body best and you know like what you keep putting on. Clearly you really put it on for a reason. So like for me, it's like I really like scoop necks or I really like asymmetrical with certain tops. And I know I like thinner fabrics. I don't really like super thick things. And I don't like blouses made out of like really interesting materials that I have to go get dry cleaned or things that have buttons and, things that are constricting. So I think like the more you reflect over those key items that you pull out all the time that make you feel really confident, it's like kind of helps you kind of get rid of the excess and the bullshit in your closet yeah. too. It's like, all right, is this the type of fabric I like? Is this, are these the colors that make me feel the best? For me, it's like, I like army green. I'm always drawn to black, um, a lot of neutral colors. Um, some some certain blues, like it's like very specific. Like I know the colors that make me Feel energetically me mm-hmm. and like be the best version of me, and then I know the colors that I'm like I'm not really feeling myself in. So I think just knowing your color palette, like the things you always are drawn to, and then just knowing the style, the fabric, and the little details. But it seems like all of these decisions. But the more you do it, it's like it helps you. Like nope this this doesn't fit that mm-hmm. description. This doesn't fit that description. And then when you're buying new clothes, it's like oh I totally know all of the things and it makes even shopping that much easier if you have to replace something
0: yeah and and that's the thing i thought you brought up a good point there is that knowing what clothes that you wear often like i've gotten to the point where my wardrobe is i wear all the clothes that i have like and i don't have a lot i i I wear them all i've gotten rid of and i've made conscious decisions over the last couple years i'm like you know what i don't wear this i don't need it anymore like I'll send it to, to goodwill for a donation or purple heart or whatever. And really the last piece of the puzzle is, is the work clothes. i I know I have some that I can probably kindly let go at this point because you know, I'm not going into the office and I don't have any plans on doing that anytime soon. And you know, if I do have to, to go in the office, I have two or three dress shirts that I can choose from rather than eight. Um, you know, so I can get rid of some, and it's not like we're going to weddings every weekend, you know, those come up <laughs> once in a, in a blue moon or yeah. some kind of an occasion where I need to dress up, I can use the same dress shirt. So, you know, th- there's still always room for improvement, but one of the cool tools that, that we had learned early on, and, and this is a good way if, if like, you really want to try to figure out, you know, what you're wearing and what you're not wearing. And this is especially true if like you hang your clothes up. Is to turn your hang- hangers backwards so that they're the, they're facing you and rather than facing in towards the closet. And when you wear a piece of clothing, you then turn the hanger around the opposite way. And you knowing that you you wore it. And then after you know one month or even two months, you can say, okay, well I've never worn this. I've never worn this. And then you can just pull those out of your closet. Mm-hmm. The same thing kind of goes with like your um your drawers what you can do is if you've worn something keep it at the the front of the drawer and if you find your stuff at the back of the drawer that you're not even wearing anymore then it's time to probably get rid of that as well like the front of the drawer stuff is going to be the stuff that you're wearing over and over again so there are ways to like cleverly figure out what it is that you're wearing and what you're not wearing and then you can make some decisions just based on what you see um happening
1: I think that's a great way to create awareness on like what your style is too. And like a really easy way if you're like, I don't really know what my style is. Well, what are you putting on all the time? Yeah. And then embrace that even more so. And I think something else that I haven't mentioned is like what has simplified my wardrobe is like the mindset shift on not really giving a shit of what other people think. So dressing for you on how you're feeling and how you want to show up in the world and not giving a flying fuck how everyone else is going to judge you and eventually I think you create your own style just embracing what makes you feel you like for example for me I know I wear this specific hat it's an accessory it's part of my wardrobe but I wear this one hat it's a sun hat it's like green and I show up with it almost everywhere. And sometimes I get in my head like, man, I wear this hat a lot. People are probably <laughs> like, why does she wear this hat so much? But it's almost become this trademark of like, oh, Jill's the one with the hats. Like I get comments like, oh, she's got her Indiana Jones hat on. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's it's fun because it's like, that's me. That's my trademark now. It's like I'm kind of creating my own style and not giving a shit about what anybody else feels, but it makes me show up and feel like the way I want to show up in life. I know it sounds really cheesy, but I think the mindset part is so huge because the less you care about what other people think the more you start creating this unique amazing style that i don't know wraps you up in like the confidence that you need just to to thrive during the day and i think yeah. each day is so important to show up like being who you want to be
0: yeah well you rock those hats babe you get a ton of compliments <laughs> on them so you keep doing that but i don't do it for them i know you, you know. don't i'm just saying i know yeah yeah but yeah, no, to to your point is, you know, that I'm the same thing with hats. Like when I was when I was younger, like I collected hats. Like I had a ton of hats. I had a hat for every day of the month, you know, major league baseball Dang. teams, basketball, hockey, you name it. Um, but now I, I still have probably around a dozen hats, but I think there's really only two, maybe three that I wear consistently. So, you know, and some of them are really old and really dirty. I used them to play softball. They they can probably be uh put by the wayside, so to say, and thank them for their service. So yeah, I mean, like I said, there's, there's always room for improvement and just talking about this, it's just like, okay, now I've got some more things that, that I have to do. Um, but yeah, I think the other thing that we haven't really talked about, you know, we talked about clothes, but we haven't talked about shoes, the other accessory. Yeah. And that's been something that we've been down a little road on that as well. We've, we've both kind of changed the style shoe that that we're wearing which is causing us to look at some of our other shoes that we've had and kindly putting them you know out whether we're selling them or throwing them out but you and I have gone more towards the barefoot style of shoe you know it's wider um, in the toe frame so that your feet have room to expand like they're supposed to like when you're normally walking and you know, it's very, very low profile, no, no support basically whatsoever, but it helps you get that natural barefoot um, walk. And they come in boots, they come in running shoes, they come in casual shoes. Like there's there's all kinds of different styles of, of these barefoot shoes. I had no idea. So, you know, we're slowly kind of shifting our, our shoe part of our wardrobe over. And you know, that's been an interesting experience for me. I've actually been I don't like buying shoes like it's it, this is kind of a weird thing for me like I would buy a pair or two pairs of shoes in a year and then that would last like four or five years until I would buy my next pair of shoes but now it's just like okay I'm really enjoying how I feel wearing these shoes I'm actually getting some better benefits like I've had some knee pain and that's gone away from wearing these sh- these shoes. But I've been paying with my shoes with credit card points. Like I've been waiting until I have racked up enough points, you know, or or cash dollars, I'll buy those shoes. So essentially, I've, I've been you know getting new shoes for free. But you know, so I've got three pairs of, of barefoot shoes. I have a pair of boots. I have a pair of casual shoes, and then a, a pair of like athletic shoes. And they're working great for me right now. I might get one more pair of athletic shoes because these ones are starting to get a hold. Of I've been wearing them a lot. Um, but yeah, no, that's been keeping it simple is keeping it down to those three pairs of shoes and then keeping a nice pair of dress shoes just in case you know the going into the office or the situation of a random wedding comes up
1: (laughs) yeah changing our style and feeling knowing confidently like the barefoot style like where you can bend the shoe in half and it folds easily like that's been a game changer in like simplifying how I pack too oh yeah because I've I've gotten rid of like my vans because they're so narrow in the toes. And I noticed my toes like just need way more room now ever since having Lucille. It's like a game changer. in like when I walk, like I want to be able to walk. I want to be able to hike. I want to be able to do all the things now. I don't have to like bring all the shoes with me to change for different occasions. <laughs> so just knowing the style of shoe that fits our, my body the best has been a game changer in getting rid of so many shoes that I was holding on to. Like I had multiple pairs of, like, wedges and high heels, and I'm like, I don't wear these anymore. Yeah. It may be once in a blue moon that I might wear to a wedding, but immediately when I hit the dance floor, I'm putting on a pair of shoes that I can, like...
0: Yeah, you had to bring a pair of flats in in your purse.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, why am I even going through this step? And it's, thinking about it, it's really for the aesthetic of, like, putting on a show or performance of, like, looking a certain way. And I'm like, who am I trying to impress? Like, I don't feel... (laughs) Maybe a little bit, but I really don't feel any sexier <laughs> wearing heels because I know how uncomfortable they make my feet now. So I'm slowly been getting rid of like, you know, high heels or anything with like a a heel or a wedge because I'm just like, it's not worth keeping to get dusty in my closet anymore. I I don't feel like as confident and sexy in them anymore. I think I was doing it more for the appearance and the look for other people. Now just reflecting on it, it wasn't really for myself. So I think just knowing the style of shoe that fits your body the best and helps you live the life you want. Like for with us, I think like you said, like one minute we might be walking in a park. The next minute we might be like putting our toes in the sand or like mm-hmm. walking near the lake or going on a hike. Like we want, openness and versatility with our shoes as well and i think getting over that hump of like thinking what other people might think of our shoes it's like nah, these shoes are being worn to freaking death because yeah they're comfortable and we wear them all the time and they're probably stinky as hell but i love them
0: yeah no i do too and uh, you know i'm going to continue to 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 wear them until i wear them out you know and and one of the i want to go back to to something you know so it's just like We've talked about getting rid of clothes and and the ease of getting rid of clothes. I know one hesitation that a lot of people have, it's like, you know, well, I may have paid a lot of money for these clothes and you know, good quality clothes, yeah, you're probably gonna pay a lot of money for them. But if you paid a lot of money for those clothes and it's just hanging up in the closet, sitting in a drawer or, you know, shoes just on a shoe rack somewhere and you're not wearing them you know, it's, it's the same thing as if you gave it to somebody else, you know, through goodwill, it's like, at least it's now getting used by somebody rather than just sitting in a closet. So I understand that there's always a lot of hesitation, just kind of thinking back, you know, Oh, well, I spent, you know, $128 on, on this dress or on these pair of shoes. But you know, at the same time it's like, yeah, you spent the money it's in your possession, but it's just taking up space. Like it's, it's obviously something that maybe doesn't make you feel confident, doesn't make you feel sexy, doesn't fit right. But, you know, we just gotta get over that mindset and just start saying, you know what, okay, it was nice, you know, I tried it out, this isn't for me, maybe I can find a good home for this. And, and you know, Goodwill's a, a, a great thing, but, it, you know, people buy clothes on Facebook Marketplace. Like, you sold a pair of shoes on Facebook Marketplace oh, yeah. not the too long ago, up. so There's like, so many apps now. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, there, there's definitely ways, and, and you know, doing yard sales and doing Facebook marketplace and like meeting these people face to face as they pick up the item. Like you just know it's going to a, a good home. And, and and a lot of these people just express like I've been looking all over for this or something like yeah. that. So that's to me, that's just a, a great feeling uh, and knowing that, yeah, maybe it didn't work out for me, but it's certainly going to work out for this other person. So let that go. You know, that's, that's just, and, and that's a tough thing. It's, it's easier said than done you know, it is hard earned money spent. And, but I, I, to me, it just, it warms my heart just to see something going to some, you know, somebody else who's going to cherish it and may make them feel sexy or, you know, them comfortable or whatever. So yeah, I I, I would just say, you know, that's an easy way to kind of like get over that whole, you know, I spent this amount of money on that kind of thing.
1: And and I also think part of the process of like learning how to simplify your wardrobe and curate your kind of wardrobe that makes you feel a certain way and it's like easy to take care of is like we all have to go through that discomfort of like sunken costs because if we don't feel the pain we don't understand and learn the lesson yeah so there's a lot of things that i got rid of in the beginning not anymore but i had to go through that hard lesson of like I was really pretty frivolous with my spending. Like I would do, I would buy a lot of fast fashion. I would go shopping all the time. And I spent a lot of money on clothes that really didn't serve the purpose I wanted because I wasn't really thinking about it. I wasn't really reflecting over my life or... I guess my style either it was just kind of like mindless shopping habits but i think like you have to hurt a little and have those sunken costs and learn that lesson like i don't want this to happen again like i want all of that money i spent towards clothes i want that to go towards what i value in life and honestly mindless shopping is not what i value personally so i think that's just part of the phase of like realizing what your style is or how you want your wardrobe to look or feel. So we've all been there. Uh, I think there's a lot of people who've done that and realized that was a huge mistake, but I think that's part of growing and realizing that lesson of like, I have to change something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, totally. And I think the only thing in my closet that sits in my closet that I haven't worn in more than five years is my wedding dress i was
0: gonna say (laughs) i I was gonna blurt it out but i was gonna let you say it.
1: that's the only thing everything else in there has been used this past year and if it hasn't i'm gonna be going in there this is a great this episode is a great reminder for ourselves to like spring cleaning baby yeah to reflect over our wardrobe to go through our drawers and to kind of do a deep dive on what we have been putting to use and has a purpose and then like what no longer is serving us or has holes in it. And it's just like falling apart, which is more the case, I think. Yeah. Um, But yeah,
0: no, it's, it's, it's that time of the year. So I'm motivated to, to do this. I hope you all are motivated to do this. Put some pictures out on Instagram of like, you know, going Mm. through your wardrobe or putting stuff in bags to go to Goodwill. Or, you know, even if you're going to get ready to sell something on Facebook marketplace, just put it out there on Instagram, tag us in it at, simplified dot chaos and just show us that you're 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 making progress here with this this is this is fun stuff like i actually really geek out about this stuff it, it's really just fascinating to me
1: yeah or even pictures of you like rocking stuff that make you feel confident and sexy yeah. and comfortable and you're like this is my style i'm honing it i'm i'm curating it and the rest of the shit's like doesn't serve me anymore
0: that's right yeah. i have to put my joggers picture out there it is very sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. We're going to have to put out some pictures too. I we think will. We'll have to do a little fashion, fashion show. Fashion week.
1: <laughs> Simplified fashion that's week.
0: That's right. Oh gosh, this should be fun. Yeah. Cool. Any last words before we get into resources here, Jillie? Oh, also, ah. if you guys do have kids,
1: I think we already know that our kids do this all the time, but like my, our daughter, who's going to be four in June... She knows what she wants to wear. Yes,
0: she does. She knows
1: her favorite (laughs) clothes, and she wears the same clothes over and over again. So it's like, I think we're all born to know what we want and make decisions, and then somehow materialism and like everything else gets, like advertisements gets in the way and convolutes like our decision-making process. So if you don't believe us or think that this is possible for you, look at your kids. Yeah. Look at their wardrobe. They know what they want.
0: She's got her five or six pair of pants that she likes, and then she's got her five or six shirts that she likes, and that is it.
1: And I'm about, like, because she's so confident, it's like, I can streamline her wardrobe as well, because there's so much stuff that she has that we got from grandparents, but it's really cute, but she's like, no, it doesn't make me feel confident, it doesn't make me feel comfortable, so I'm like, nope. So it's kind of funny just seeing innately, like, Lucille already have these skills.
0: She does like her holiday-themed stuff, though. She does, that, that's, but she that's wears her. it all the time, yeah. which I love, it's yeah. like...
1: I'm going to wear the St. Patrick's Day thing whenever the <laughs> hell I want, Mom. And I'm like, you do you, Bill, because you don't think about what other people are going to yeah, think.
0: The Easter dress has so, been very popular as well. She's
1: inspiration just to, like to follow her lead yeah. in this whole uh, wardrobe game. So thanks,
0: Lucille. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jilly. How about we dive into some resources today?
1: Cool. All right. So um, I, I mean, I wrote three blog posts about wardrobe. I thought I had to use one of mine um, on the Clean and Simple Life. So why not? I had um, my top, let's see. I had nine lessons that I've learned after completing many like clothing challenges and I just wanted to share them out. Do it. Okay. Number one, I enjoy having less clothing options because that means less time spent thinking about choosing what to wear. This means less stress. Number two, I've, I've discovered my realistic style versus my dream style. I didn't think... I didn't need five pairs of high heels, just one to two pairs of really stylish and comfortable shoes. Number three, I feel more grateful for the clothing I own now, which helps me appreciate and take good care of the clothing in my closet. Number four, I am more confident and feel sexier than ever because every piece of clothing I own is my favorite and fits perfectly. Number five, I have found new healthier habits like walking to replace my shopping addiction because... I did have one. <laughs> Holy moly. Number six. When I shop, I choose quality versus quantity. This means I take time choosing a new wardrobe item. No more impulsive purchases. I've saved so much money. Oh, yeah. And headspace because of that. Uh, number seven. I am more creative when I have less stuff to work with. And that's just kind of in reference to like choosing basic items that have versatility. Number eight accessories like jewelry and hats can really change the mood of an outfit i don't need a completely new or different outfit maybe i just add something a different accessory to change the tone
0: backwards hat
1: (laughs) sexy and number nine nobody notices when you wear the same pants three days in a row truth it's all in our heads that is 100 percent true Mm, so yeah
0: yeah that's it all right and how about your quote of the day there jill
1: Quote of the day is by Joshua Becker. It's better to have extra time on your hands and extra money in your pocket than extra stuff in your closet.
0: Touche. Wise wisdom. Yeah. And your take action challenge is? Simplify your wardrobe. Yeah. Do it. Make some space in that closet and there's drawers.
1: Space (laughs) space in your closet means space in your head.
0: Sometimes you can put drawers in your closet. (laughs) that's where both of our dressers are Or in our our closet closet. it's brilliant i love it me too all right well i thought this was an awesome episode and that's gonna do it for today way to pat yourself on the back well you too (laughs) if you like this episode please do us a favor and help us spread the message you can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend and remember sharing sparks a conversation conversation leads to action and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will see you again next week.
1: See y'all later.